0: feel a bit of a setup up this morning because uh, I'm talking about praying from a place of intimacy and from the right identity. And it's really funny because uh, I had this conversation with Joe yesterday. I said, are oh, do you, you sure you really want to do champion? It's not an easy song, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then um, we do champion and uh, the words, I'm thinking overwhelmed by the words, you know, I am seated in the heavenly places. I'm defeated with the one who has conquered it all. And then when I lift my voice and chant every wall, I have the authority that Amen. he has given me. So keep that in mind because I think, you know, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is really amazing, right? He knows how to speak to our heart. He will speak to you through songs. He will speak to you for a brother and sister who says something. He will speak to you through the preach, but not just Listen to his voice. There's something here this morning for you that, that you can take away and grow with, yeah? So so I'm, I'm going to speak about praying. And first of all, I would like to place this into a prophetic context, okay? So bear with me. If it it's working. Jamie's going to be my clicker. Cool. So basically... I'm going to read an extract from a prophetic word um, given by Graham Cook, who is a really renowned established prophet, that he gave this word for all the churches in Europe a few years ago. And we really think it's significant for seeing the glory of Jesus manifested on earth. And if you want to have that in full, you know, you download the Dream App Revolution app you know the, all the details are in the in the newsletter it's completely free you can have the audio you can have all the written version it's up completely up to you now this is the extract i would like to read i am breaking all form of spiritual and legalistic control Amen. it is for freedom that christ died therefore i command, let my people go that they may follow me wholeheartedly mm. The beloved must become who I say she is, not what anyone allows her to be. You are the bride being prepared for the king of promise. The bride is being revealed in the likeness of Esther. There is a promise of beauty, grace and power that will be huge and majestic as the body of Christ steps into the bride. The world will see the beloved rising up in the earth and the evidence That you represent the kingdom will be that you are living fully in the new man in Christ. So that you will have constant upgraded responses to prayers, okay? Regardless of circumstances. You will have constant upgraded responses regardless of circumstances. Wow! There is a call for us to fully represent Christ on earth and bring the kingdom as the church, the body of Christ. But there is something that the church needs to grasp. We must rise like a powerful, beautiful bride and partner with God and know who we are. Can you see the connection with identity and our intimacy, just like Esther in the Old Testament? Out of her intimacy with the king and her relationship with the king, she was able to boldly approach the throne and make a big ask to serve her people. And she was not rejected. Mm-hmm. She had impact because she knew who she was and she had that relationship with the king and she had favor and she got her prayer answered. Right? So in Graham Coop's word, later on in the word if you read it, It's time for the church to stop living like a beggar when actually we have an inheritance and we have given, we have been given promises. So it's time to to stop praying like a widow or like we're separated from Christ or we we, we don't have any power and we're begging for results or answers to our prayer because we have access to the King of Kings. We know he loves us. So we start by praying from a position of favor. Amen. I am seated with Christ in the Amen. heavenly places, Amen. undefeated. Yeah. Amen. You see that? So when we pray, first thing, we have to pray from a position of favor. Beautiful. We get to partner with the king of kings. It's only like that we're gonna have an impact. Amen. We, start, we know we are, we're connected to the king and we start from a position of favor so this issue when we talk about prayer is often what kind of prayer are we talking about what kind of prayer are we talking about okay back yes thank you Jamie so often we beg Jesus or we beg God for things, we are like beggars and what it is, is uh, we're not really sure mm. that God wants to bless us. Amen. Okay? So basically, we're like, please, 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 Jesus, do this. Please, 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 Jesus, do that. And we like, we're begging. Okay? We have this mentality. When actually, clearly, in he- Hebrew 4, verse 16, it says, Then boldly approach the throne of grace, so we can find mercy and grace in time of need. We can be confident and boldly approach the God and ask with confidence. We don't need to beg. Mm-hmm. And we can find hundreds of promises in the Bible that go into that vein. He says he will do it. We do not need to beg, mm-hmm. okay? Another thing we do, I don't know if, if you do that, but I certainly have, and I certainly do. Sometimes we ask for things he's already done it's funny but we do what it is is we lack the confidence of walking into these promises or maybe we don't know his promises very well okay and we don't we don't believe them but sometimes we struggle okay so for example okay say tomorrow I've got a very difficult meeting at work it's very 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 bad okay very confrontational it's really hard okay Should I pray, Jesus, please be with me, Jesus, please be with me. Should I pray that? No, because it's very clear. He says, I am with you always. So he's already done that. Okay? So what you should pray for your awareness is with you always. So it should be more like, Jesus, thank you that you are with me always. Can you see that? And then, what you can do though, it says in James 1 verse 5, uh, when you lack wisdom, you can ask wisdom. So you can do that. So you would say, it would go like this, a good prayer before that meeting would go, thank you Jesus, you are already with me. You said to me that you will never forsake me. You have good promises. You are good and you want good things. Even if tomorrow goes wrong, I know you are, your ultimate outcome is good. Because you promise." Amen. Yeah, But <coughs> will you give me wisdom, will you give me a word of peace, yes. would, you, would you put this in my heart? Would you help me to conduct myself with dignity and honour, honouring other people? You can make all those prayers. Can you see the difference? Now, <coughs> sometimes we ask him to do things he asks us to do already. That's another thing I have been doing a lot in the past. So for example, Jesus clearly commissioned us to make disciples and heal the sick. He said, you have the authority to do that. So he didn't, he didn't say, okay, if you see somebody who is not Christian and need uh, healing, just go into your bedroom and pray about that. He didn't say that. He said, go and heal the sick. Amen. You've been given authority. So what we need is to grow in our faith and obedience to his word. But in that case, we are his hands and feet. So you don't need to pray. If you, you have a, um, your your neighbor and you really want your neighbor to be saved, you can confidently know that Jesus wants to save your neighbor, but maybe at one point, so maybe your prayer should go more like, Jesus, would you please give me an opportunity that I could become frank with his neighbor and would you give me an opportunity, maybe to, 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 to show how you're good and how you, yes, you could pray like that. But you don't need to say, uh, Jesus, so, you know, do this and do this for me. You, you see where I'm coming from? So what kind of prayer? I find often, personally, that the kind of prayer I need is a space where God can come and stir my faith and make me bold and obedient. Amen. Very often is that. For me, one of the best, uh, verse in the bible and it's funny because Jamie did that as a response to worship uh, is the verse who said be still and know that I am God I think it's the best key before we, you start praying do that be still and know that I am God because when you still and know that he is God that means hi, you start to know who he is hi. that means therefore you can start to declare who he is Amen then you start to believe his promises, Beautiful. then you walk in what is promised. Beautiful. You see what I'm saying? It's, it's a heart that depends on him. Mm. That's the beginning of prayer. Hallelujah. I'm gonna depend on you. Hallowed be your name. That's Amen. the first thing in the prayer. Amen. Hallowed be your name. Amen. I'm gonna be still and know, recognize that I need you in this situation. Hallelujah. I'm gonna know you are God. Mm. I'm gonna come and know you. Okay? Now, the last one, hmm, very interesting one. We also treat God like our personal blessing vending machine. Have you ever done that? Treating God like your personal blessing vending machine? What I mean by that is, okay, let's slot a prayer expecting to get an answer. Let's slot another prayer. What? I come that thing is not come yet? You, you've never done that? Jesus, why am I not saying I'm going to slot another prayer and I'm going to slaughter and I'm going to slot. Another. this is far too expensive I have slaughtered a lot don't worry about this okay um, I have slaughtered a lot of prayers and I still don't see anything coming are you not tempted to kick the vending machine I have done that with God let's be honest a second have we not done that with God I've prayed a lot Jesus and my son, my daughter still not Christian. I don't deserve it. Oh I deserve this. Give it to me. Slot, 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 slot. Don't we do that? Okay? So <laughs> at the end, it's about the fulfilment of all lives. Amen. As we learn to align with this perfect path. Amen. It's all about that, the fulfillment of all lines as we learn to align with his perfect plan. Amen. Okay. There's a verse in Jeremiah 29 verse 11, says, he knows the plan he has for us, plan to prosper us, plan to give you hope and a future. He knows the plan, we don't, we don't know the plan. He knows the plan that he has for us, therefore what we need to know is him. Amen. He knows the plan, so we need to know him. So if we know him, we'll, we'll get to know the plan. You get me? So what kind of prayer is effective and will bring glory to God? So if we go back to our triangle that we've been studying for a little time, okay, we see that prayers that are made from a place of intimacy, deeply knowing God, You know? And out of the right identity, I know he loves me. I am a son and daughter of the king. I am royalty. That is what will give you impact because you will learn his will. You will pray in line with his will. And he says, Whatever you ask, I will give to you if you pray in my will. Amen. You you see how it works. Okay. So Bill Johnson has a very great say, he says royalty is our identity, servanthood is our assignment, and intimacy is our life source. And that's perfectly this, this, this triangle. So we are royalty, we are son and daughter of the mighty king, this is our identity. Look, it's going to come as a shock to you, but we are not called to develop the lifestyle of supplication. This is not our call. We are not called, I'm going to repeat that, <laughs> because I can hear, it's, it's, it sounds, I know some of you are thinking, what does she mean? We are not called to develop a lifestyle of supplication. That is not our call. There are places for petition, There are place to pray for specific time and needs. I'm not diminishing intercession at all, but we are not called for a lifestyle of supplication. We are called for a lifestyle of communion and partnership with God. Can you see the difference of supplication? Pray, 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 but I'm disconnected. I'm just pray, 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 do something, do something, pray, 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 pray. Yeah, no. We are called for communion and partnership with God. We bring our needs to God without fear, but with assurance it is for us. Therefore, when we bring it, then we let go. This is not a lifestyle of petition petition or supplication. This is not what we call. As well, be aware, it just comes to my head right now, there's a very clear difference between uh, Old Testament and New Testament. If you read your Bible really well, in the Old Testament there was a bit of a mentality of, uh, you know, because they were not connected to God, but in the New Testament it's the New Covenant, right? It is in you. I will write my law in your heart. I will be in your heart with the Holy Spirit. So it's not, you're not praying a God who is external to you. You're praying a God who is with you, in you. You get that? So we are not called to a lifestyle of supplication. We are called to walk with him, commune, you know, have communion and partnership with him. Okay? You know, everything that looks like begging is completely unnecessary. First of all, it's exhausting. I mean, have you ever done that? Praying, 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 and then you are out and say, oh, gosh, I'm just exhausted now. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's exhausting, plus, I'm telling you right now, it does not twist the hand of God at all. It does not twist the hand of God. You cannot twist the hand of God in that sense. I'm not saying he won't answer. I'm not saying he won't answer because he's extremely good. And when the, the fervent heart, if your heart is right and you, you go after something, I'm not saying he's not going to answer. You know, it's not a bad method. But can you hear the spirit in which I'm telling you that it is not how you get God? Let me just let me uh, show you an illustration. Uh, my mom, and I've given this illustration before, my mom has this amazing pantry, okay, it's in France, yeah, so you walk in and all the food, you know, like special olive oils, olives and, you know, chestnut cream, this, you know, all my favorites are there, you know, and I c- can't necessarily buy them in, in England. So very often, before I leave uh, France, she goes, uh, oh, oh, I didn't have time to cook this meal, uh, but I wanted to share that with you, here, here. Take this back, take this back, take this back, take this back. Okay, my point here is, my mom is giving me stuff even before I even thought about them. Before you ask and imagine, do you remember that that verse? So even before I asked for it, she's already given it to me. Because she knows what I like, almost better than I do. Your God is like that. He knows you better than you do. And sometimes he gives you, you you've not even asked for it. Because he's so good. So why would you try to twist his aunt? No, he loves you. So that's the first point. Another situation with my mom is sometimes, I so I walk in the pantry and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I forgot. I went to the stomach and I forgot to buy that. Mom, do you think it'd be okay to take it? Mm-hmm. You know, it's a bit cheeky, but my mom's like, well, of course, of course, yeah, yeah, Usually she say, can I just take one chestnut cream, mom? And she's like, oh, take everything. Two, three, four, three, five, you know, so. Oh, Mom, that's it, that's it, we don't have room in the car. And you know, it's, it's, uh, it's actually really embarrassing sometimes how generous she is. Okay, my point, was it hard? No, I just say, oh, uh, do you think I could get that? Can I take that? Yeah, of course. And I think that's another thing, God is generous. You know, can, you, God, could you please, please, please give me peace? No, I want to give you peace in the first place. Just take it. You, you need my point? Okay, now. It's the first situation. If I go to the pantry and I go, Mum, Mom, please, please give me the chestnut cream. <laughs> My mum, what do you think she's going to do? Well, first of all, she'd probably laugh and say, What's happening? What are you doing? You silly, what are you doing? She'd laugh, but will she give it to me still? But, but did I need to do that? That's why I mean, it's unnecessary. The begging is unnecessary. Amen. W- would I need to? No. Of course not. And the second thing she could, she could think is like, flipping Nick. I mean, well, have I not been generous always to you? What do you beg? Don't you think God's think like that as well? So have I not just always loved you? Don't you have many stories of provision? What do you need to beg? Say, so of course I will come through for you. C- can you see? I'm trying to, to show a, a great concrete situation. It's mind-blowing. So, yes, I'll repeat. Confidently, I think. <laughs> Begging is unnecessary. Mm-hmm. It's exhausting, and you don't twist God's arm. He will to give it to you anyway. Can you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, one thing is really clear though, is servanthood is our assignment. And our prayer needs to be made according to His his will. So I think it's not just about you know me, myself, and I. There's a partnership for a mission, and sometimes we forget, and sometimes we don't get answer to prayer because they really, frankly, me, 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 me. They're not really in the objective of bringing God's glory. You agree? Okay. Uh, You know. I'm all for prosperity. I'm all for you all being prosperous. I do think it's biblical that God wants to prosper you. Absolutely, 100%. But if you pray, just God, give me a nice car, a nice house, a nice evening. I want this, I want this, I want that, me, 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 okay? Listen, God will prosper you so you can bless others. God will prosper you so you can be on a mission. God will prosper you so you can give in his mission. God will prosper you so you will bring peace around you. Can you see what I'm saying? We're still on an assignment, okay? Actually, you know, I think his prosperity, his grace, his mercy, uh, his breakthroughs, all the purpose of that is his glory, his glory. I am convinced that sometimes he's not answered my prayers because I was not ready for it, and I would say, "Oh, look at my glory. Ooh, look at Do, I'm doing well. Look at my glory." Yeah? But it's about his glory. You know, a good test, and I often think that about myself, is, say tomorrow God gives you 10 million dollars uh, or what dollars. Pants. Don't know why. (laughs) You know, money, American, you know, it's my French bias. Anyway, um, so he gives you 10 million. A good test is what do you do with it? Interesting question, because I think you will see then what is your heart about. Amen. So, okay, good identity. Good identity. we know, we have favour, we don't need to beg him, we just need to get to know him, okay? And that's my last point. We need to go to the source of life. Praying is about having the right positioning and attitude of dependency upon God. That's what it is about. Praying is about the right attitude to connect to the source of life, okay? And everything is about his glory, we are still on an assignment we are not servant in our identity, but we choose to serve him. Hallelujah. It's very different, okay? So, when we pray, we're gonna pray very simple, okay? Uh, hold on, have I said everything in there? Yes. Could I have the next slide? Sorry, it's a bit awkward with my pickup note. Okay, so when we pray, I've used this illustration uh, before. So don't get puzzled by all the information on there, don't worry, it's going to become clear. Um, it's all I just said, it's literally, when you pray, on what, what position do you adopt? What chair are you choosing to sit on? Okay? Because often when we pray, we're in that first chair, the chair of fear. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I, do. I don't know what to do, I don't know what to do. yeah. That's the chair of fear. I, I don't know you, but I make my worst decision when I'm in the chair of fear. Mm. My worst decision, oh my, oh, I just sent this email I shouldn't have. I'm in the chair of fear. Yeah? Mm. Oh, I oh, just said that to that person. Oh, I was in the chair of fear. Yeah? So when we are in the chair of fear and we start to pray, it's literally about begging. We are often, we're disconnected of God. We, we forgot who we are a little bit, you know? And we're a little bit of, you know, will punish us? Oh, that's not going well, is it a punishment? It's not, it's not at all the, the right thing. And we're feeling all this, this thing, but there's a lack of intimacy. And then sometime, I just said this illustration, Sometimes we, we pray in the chair of selfish desire. So here it's about my personal ambition, uh, what I value, my, my possession, my comfort. Listen, even good things. Because you could pray in this thing, it's like, well, I want my family to do well. I mean, is it a, a good desire? Yeah, absolutely. It's a great desire. But pray that one sitting in the heavenly place, in the middle seat, without fear, and say, God, I want my children, I want my family to glorify you, okay? And here we are, from the position of favor, knowing our identity, so here we pray. Look, basically, we're seeking his kingdom. We learn to pray in the spirit. That means, uh, what I mean by that is, sometimes you don't even have words and you don't even know what to pray. Okay? Start speaking in tongues, start to raise up your voice in tongues because he's interceding for you. I mean, there's hundreds of verses behind what I'm saying, but you know them, right? So I'm speaking in tongues, he's interceding for me, I don't have the words, but I am praying, right? And I know that when I'm, I'm speaking in tongues, I'm actually definitely aligning with his will because Amen. he's praying in me Amen. all right Amen. so i'm learning to 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 use uh, the holy spirit in and use is not you know what i'm saying I'm, I'm to tap really with the holy spirit partner Amen. with the holy spirit and then i can do the 1 John uh, 5 verse 14 15 with confidence i'm coming coming and i approach the throne of grace okay Amen. and i know that if i, I Pray according to his will. He will, he will answer my prayer. Mm. And I am in the middle seat. Mm. You know? That's the champion song here. That's the champion song. Mm. I have the authority he has given me. Sometimes I pray like this because I have the authority. Sometime I meet Jesus. Wait through, I bring my petition I wait for peace. You know? Amen. It's it's all like that. You're doing in the middle seat. But not out of fear. Not out of selfish desire. Amen. Does it make sense? Yes. Yes? Yeah. Okay. I think... When we pray, though, we want to keep it super, super simple, okay? So let me just give you, I'm trying to give you, like, tips then from there because, you know, I suddenly, I don't want you to go away and say, oh, where am I sitting? I'm sitting in the chair. of film. you know, it's too complicated, All right, So keep it simple. It's about being connected with God, right? So I love Jamie's testimony. Uh, he, he, he said it a few few years back. Uh, he used to pray like for a very serious topic list, okay? And um, basically, <laughs> one day he realized by praying for this list, this list of prayer, at the end he was even more worried than he was at the beginning because what he was doing is worrying out loud. <laughs> Do you remember when you said that testimony? So, because the problem is if you go for the list and it's about oh, I've got to pray for this list, and you know, and you in the sea of feet basically you're worrying at loud, and basically the question at the end is have I prayed enough? Have I prayed enough? Have I prayed the right method? Have I done the right thing? You know? So this is this is not working. So Philippians 4, you can change 4, verse 5 and 7 is your go-to, really. Okay? Do not be anxious about anything but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving see petition is still there with thanksgiving present your request to god and the peace of god which transcends all understanding will guard our hearts and your mind in christ jesus okay sample you realize you feel? fear? No, I'm not having it. I'm just connecting to God first. I'm thanking you. You are with me. And now I'm telling you, this is really important for me, Jesus. This is not going well and I don't know what to do. I'm bringing it to you until I'm connecting with the source of light and I feel peace. Does it make sense? Once I feel that, I let go. I don't need to go like, uh, five minutes after, oh, I need to pray again because I'm prayed enough. No, you see, you're out of the treadmill. You're in a communion, partnership with God, not a method. Amen. You see what I'm saying? So, the message version of that says, let God know your concerns. And before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness. Everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. Isn't it a great version? Amen. The sense of God wholeness will come and settle you down. That's it. Fear is gone. Can you see the difference? Yeah? So allow prayer, pray in a way that you allow God to come and give you peace instead of wariness. That would be my first tip. Pray in a way that you connect with Him rather than go through an emotional method, a list. Right, my personal prayer life is very simple. Uh, Sometimes I wonder if I have a bit of ADHD but I can't stay still. So I I can't do an hour prayer. judge me for it, but I'm not super spiritual because I can't spend an hour still like this praying. You will never catch me doing that. And if I have, um, if I have to be honest, for years and years, I felt so guilty, so guilty because I could not pray for a list of topics. And and basically, the reason why I felt so guilty is because I was taught as a child, you have to do the petition, you know, you have to do the the prayer topics. And you have to have your, you remember, you have to have your... Your special time with Jesus. Do you remember this? If you've grown up in other church, so you have to have your special time, your special devotion time with Jesus. Okay. In recent years, I've actually realized actually I'm really good at praying, but I have to find what works for me. And I'm actually better now than I ever was. I mean, there's always room for improvement, right? I'm not saying I've arrived, but I'm. Better. And I'm going to tell you why. Do you remember this passage said in 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 16 to 18? It says, Pray continuously or continually. Do you remember that? So, can you do that? Pray continually and continuously, (coughs) doing an hour in the morning petition. Can you? Challenging you. Can you? Can you? Can you not? No, no one can. Because doing the list is not a continuous prayer. (coughs) So, this is what I've realized. And this is what I'm, I'm sharing with you, not because I know better, is I realized this is probably the best way to do um, And this is how prayer is for me. Okay, so I'm sharing with you. It's not the best way. You have to find your way. is different, other people are different. Okay, first of all, I've learned to turn my thoughts to God throughout the day with gratitude. Remember, Thanksgiving, come with Thanksgiving, all right. So throughout the day, several times a day, Mm. there's not a day where I'm not like, wow, wow, thank you. Wow, Jesus, thank you. Wow, you've come before me. I thought that was going to be tough, but still, thank you, Jesus. Okay, Uh, for all the day, wow, thank you, Jesus. So I turn my thoughts to God with gratitude. I'm doing the, hallowed be your name. Thank you for that, how great you are, how great you are. Okay. When it's difficult, Father, give me wisdom, Amen. give me peace, Amen. I'm taking the promise, you said if I ask, you will give. So when it's difficult, give mm-hmm. me that. So often, even stupid thing like I'm fixing something mm-hmm. uh, and I have no idea how to do it, I'm like, Father, please, give me wisdom, show me, mm-hmm. give me a tip, Help, you know, something. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'll do that for the day. And sometimes when it's difficult, it's more about relationship. I say, surround me with your love because I know that perfect love casts out fear. And like I said, I take my worst decision when I'm in fear. So so please surround me with your love that I feel you here. I feel you here. So I don't look down in some sort of, you know, crazy Rachel. Okay? So I speak in tongues more than I ever did. Because you can't speak in tongues. I can talk to you right now and speaking in tongues in my head. That's possible. It's going still. I can't do that because it, you can actually pray as a thought, right? So if you start to articulate, uh, 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 I couldn't, I couldn't uh, read my notes in my head and speak to you at the same time. No one can do that. But you can actually speak to it. So you can actually, and I have done it several times, like I'm in the street and someone suddenly there's a there's something that happened like I can see some domestic violence issue or, and I'm just in my head I'm like speaking in tongues I'm speaking Jesus Jesus and I'm talking about a yet. <laughs> because I know there's principalities and there's all things going on so I'm playing in tongues and sometimes I declare peace so you can do that any time so that's praying so if I see uh you know I'm. I'm been, you all been, you know, I don't know, a man started to shatter at his wife, and it's really violent. I'm like, in the name of Jesus, we're not having that. Peace in the nation, protection for that woman, and I prayed. On and often, more often than not, than others, I've seen the situation go gone or come down, because you can do that. So I do that. So in every situation, you, you, I didn't even have to inter- interfere with these people. I just speak in tongues. Or I declare in my head. I say, no, we're not having that in the name of Jesus. That's really, you know. Uh, Another thing is, of course, when I have a specific problem, then I will pray, you know. But it could be five minutes. I say, Jesus, this is burdening me. I I don't see any breakthrough in this situation. I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. You've got to take it from me. Here is my burden. Here is my burden. Take it. Give me peace instead, all right. And then so like I said taking authority in the name of Jesus you can when you can do something about it you do it you take authority in the name of Jesus okay when you can't then you pray pray as requests because all of that is prayer because when I take authority in the name, uh, name of Jesus what I'm doing is I'm declaring his kingdom the declaration is a type of prayer okay and yes I have a lot to learn still Okay, because we all need to grow in this awareness of who he is throughout our daily lives, okay? Because I tell you, there's no divide between secular and sacred, you know? It's just Jesus and us. There's not like, oh, I'm in church, I'm doing the sacred thing. Oh, no, I'm doing my work now, I can't be Christian. You, You get it, yeah? There's no divide. It's us walking with Jesus all the time, okay? So finally, what I would say is, let's follow the Lord's Prayer, and I'll leave you with this very funny translation I did in purpose to give you the funny translation, because the other ones sound, can sound a bit religious sometimes, isn't it, because we know it by heart. Okay, so would you give me the version, Jamie? Thank you so much. And you can read it at the same time as me, this is really interesting, okay. is a a translation of the Message Bible but there's a lot of clues in there. Matthew 7 uh, verse 13. The world is full of so-called prayer warrior who are prayer ignorant. They're full of formulas and programs and advice and bedly technique for getting what you want from God. Don't fall for that nonsense. That is your Father you are dealing with. And he knows better than you what you need. How amazing is that? It's not about technique and method. He's your Father and he knows better than what you need. With a God like this loving you, you can pray very, very simply like this. Our oh, Father in heaven, reveal who you are. Set the world right, because we can see it's wrong, right? Set the world right. Do what's best as above, so below. Keep us, keep us alive for three square meals. That's why we can always be thankful. Most of us, right? Keep us alive with three square meals. Keep us forgiven with you and forgiving others. Keep us safe from ourselves and the devil. You are in charge. You can do anything you want. You are blazing beauty. Yes. And yes. I think this is my really my conclusion. It's about Jesus having my heart and my devotion, Amen. not just my petition and request. It's about my heart. Amen. It's about his father and knowing. And he knows me. And he loves me in all the little quirks and the little detail. Mm. Can you see that? Mm. Let's stand together.